This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. Instagram has its own culture, its own, its yeah. own internet culture. Reddit has its own internet culture. TikTok totally. definitely has its own internet culture and vocabulary. How would you explain Web3's culture? Like if, if you had to, for someone who didn't understand, yeah. how would you, how would you take um, a stab at it? <laughs> funny enough, I feel like it's, it's gone through many iterations already. Like at the beginning, with the, the culture was like, all right, there's this new paradigm. We're all excited about this, uh, you know, the advent of this technology and the opportunities behind it. And, and like, we're all in this together, sort of, right? Um, unfortunately, when the bear market hit, it felt like we went from like wag me to war, right? Now everybody's like intimidated or threatened by other people because there's, I mean, you know, there's a small liquidity pool that's shrinking every day that everybody seems to be like competing for, right? So I can understand like, you know, the, this contentious sort of environment that, that has been developed. But more than anything, man, I think the Web3 ethos is like the, is, is just the desire to move away from these big, Web2, or let's call it like these big tech firms, right? Because when you think about it, social media is owned by four or five billionaires. Like literally the entirety of social media is owned mm -hmm. by four or five billionaires. Um, and so I think when Web3 came about, the main thing is that it was like the restoring power to the users, restoring power to the people. And when I think about Web3 culture, that's always sort of like the baseline, the underpinning mm -hmm. of it is like, hey, we're in control now, not these, uh, not these bureaucratic or, or, you know, like these, these big tech giants. How do you think Web3 restores that power to creators? Yeah, so I think Web3 restores power back to the creator. You know, I always come back to this idea of ownership, right? With the advent of the blockchain, now we're actually able to own, you know, our content, our relationships with the audience, etc. It's not, it's no longer owned by, you know, these big tech firms. Um, so, as an example, if I put out um, a educational video, you know, and I and I and I uh, tokenize it, nobody actually owns that piece of content but me. You know, there's no; it's purely decentralized. There are no gatekeepers. Unlike if I put out a piece of content on Instagram, it's truly really just owned by Instagram and it lives by Instagram, and it's at their, at, at, you know, at their behest. They can do whatever they want with that piece of content without, you know, uh, alerting me. So. So does that mean you're bullish on tokenized content and people collecting content, um, either paying for it, collecting it for free? Do you see that world evolving over time? I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily think so. And the reason why is because I've always just had this theory that like all good content should be free, right? Or, or not necessarily. I mean, um, you know, like Netflix is great content and it's not, and it's not free. Um, I guess what I'm saying is like, a lot of good educational content I think should be free. Right. Um, I've always been a big believer of like, uh, of, you know, open sourcing things. And like, that's what I think is the magic of the internet that, you know, no longer not to go on a tangent, but like no longer do you need to go to a college to learn a, a particular subject matter. It's like, it's all available to you uh, on the internet through great content creators. And so it, it depends on what kind of content uh, you're creating. Again, if it's like longer form entertainment content or even short form entertainment content, um, I definitely do think there is going to be like a decentralized Netflix, you know, eventually. Um, and so it depends on what kind of content you're talking about. Um, but I definitely do think there's a world in where in, you know, Web3 tokenized content. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT 
fill in your info and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.